Hi, this is Ava Gallo, WICB's Jazz and Specialty Music Director. You're listening to Out to Lunch, where we discuss different artists in the industry and their impact on each other. Today on Out to Lunch, we'll be talking about the Yardbirds and how they influenced the genre of rock exponentially during their careers. The group was formed in London, featuring Keith Relf on vocals and harmonica, Jim McCarty on drums, Chris Dreja on guitar and bass, and Paul Samuel Smith on bass and as the producer. The band was known for starting the careers of Eric Clapton, Jimmy Page, and Jeff Beck. These are names that will come up continuously through today's episode. The band started out as a blues group originally being named the Metropolitan Blues Quartet. They drew influences from a variety of blues and rhythm and blues artists. When the group was first starting out, Top Topham was the original lead guitarist, but he left the group before they reached mainstream popularity. Eric Clapton started his career in the Yardbirds when Top Topham left the band. This makes sense as Eric Clapton is known more notably as a blues guitarist. The group toured with blues legend Sonny Boy Williamson II, and some of their more blues and blues rocks tracks can be seen on their album Sonny Boy Williamson and the Yardbirds. In the song Bye Bye Bird, where the Yardbirds are backing Sonny Boy Williamson, you can hear the influence the blues had on the group. They are playing both the blues and a blues, the difference being the blues is the form and a blues being the style. So they're playing the form of the blues in true blues style. When the group started gaining more success, they recorded blues singles I Wish You Would and Good Morning Schoolgirl. When listening to these tracks, you can again hear the distinct influence the blues had. The music has a very clear blues style, but leans towards the style of rock and the vocalizations and rhythms. This is where you can see the genre of blues rock take place with the group. However, after these two singles were recorded, the band scored its first major hit with For Your Love. To my ears, For Your Love still sounds influenced by the blues, but does lean more towards the side of rock. The song reached number six on US charts, but this success ultimately led to Clapton's departure from the group. He was a blues purist whose musical plans extended beyond three-minute singles. Clapton left the group the day the single was released, but recommended Jimmy Page to replace him. However, Jimmy Page recommended his friend Jeff Beck, who quickly joined the group thereafter. With Beck's joining of the group, the Yardbirds began to explore more varied styles and techniques. Beck's use of fuzz tone, reverb, feedback, sustain, distortion, and hammer-on soloing was fitting with the British rock music coming out at the time. The Yardbirds also created arrangements that resembled Gregorian chants, as well as various European and Asian styles in addition to Beck infusing some Middle Eastern influence. This can be heard in singles such as Heartful of Soul, Evil Hearted You, Still I'm Sad, and I'm the Man. In Heartful of Soul, Beck utilized a fuzz tone guitar riff, which also introduced Indian-influenced guitar stylings to the UK singles chart. In an earlier episode of Out to Lunch, we discussed how the Beatles utilized sitar, which is an Indian guitar, in a lot of their music. It's interesting to see how the Yardbirds, another prominent British rock group of that time period, was also making use of these Indian-influenced guitar stylings. In another episode of Out to Lunch, we also talked about the British invasion and how the Yardbirds were really the spearhead of that, so it makes sense that they all use similar styles. This song is very interesting to listen to, especially if you know what the sitar sounds like. The beginning riff sounds like a sitar if it were connected to an amp. It's actually very fascinating. Going along further with the Eastern influence, the Yardbirds recorded Evil Hearted You. 
The Eastern influence can be heard in the middle section guitar solo with lots of scoops in and out of pitches. However, on the B side of the album, the band chanted like Gregorian monks on their single, Still I'm Sad. The track starts off with octave unison on an ah vowel reminiscent of Gregorian-like chanting and continues on while the melodic line starts. The melody line also sounds very modal. If you're familiar with music history, you know that the modes of music stem out of the church, so it's very cool to hear the Gregorian chant style in combination with a more modal melody. Since Dreja was playing both rhythm guitar and bass, in 1966, Jimmy Page returns to the Yardbird scene again and agrees to play bass until Dreja could rehearse on the instrument. Page ultimately toured with the band with Beck and Dreja on guitar. Unfortunately, Beck fell sick while on tour, so Dreja took on the role of the bass while Page played the guitar. Upon returning in London, Beck and Page both played lead guitar, which led to the Yardbirds opening up to another style of rock, avant-garde psychedelic rock. This can be heard in their single, Happenings, 10 Years Time Ago, where future Led Zeppelin bassist John Paul Jones played rather than Dreja, but we'll get to Led Zeppelin in just a bit. The song was considered groundbreaking for the time, as not only was it psychedelic rock, but is known as a prototype of heavy metal music. Beck and Page utilized special effects as well as dueling leading guitars on this track, which was uncommon for this time. I would argue at the beginning you can even still hear Middle Eastern influence on the opening riffs. As the song progresses, the special effects and dual leading guitars becomes even more prevalent. Skipping over the bulk midsection of the Yardbirds' career wherein Beck left the group, we're going to close off with a discussion of how the group evolved into Led Zeppelin. When the Yardbirds broke up, Ralph and McCarty formed the group Renaissance and Jimmy Page formed Led Zeppelin, which was initially viewed as a direct successor of the Yardbirds. Following the band's breakup, Page noted that he intended to go into solo recording work. Page and Dreja viewed the breakup as an opportunity to start a lineup together. Page stated that he viewed his vision for the new band as a sort of collage of sound that would include a Mellotron keyboard while still featuring guitar. John Paul Jones, who we talked about earlier stepping in to play bass, worked with the Yardbirds several times in addition to many of Page's sessions, and he offered his services as a bassist, keyboardist, and arranger. The original plan was to find people to take over the other members of the original Yardbirds group, so Robert Plant took the place of Ralph, who then recommended John Bonham as the drummer. Dreja ultimately backed out of the new group to pursue a career as a rock photographer. The newly formed group still played a few songs from the Yardbird repertoire and they appeared on contracts and at shows as the Yardbirds or the new Yardbirds. However, Dreja eventually claimed he maintained the legal rights to the Yardbirds name. Therefore, Page and Grant changed the group's name to Led Zeppelin. This has been Out to Lunch, hosted by Ava Gallo, WICB's Jazz and Specialty Music Director. I hope you enjoyed the episode. 
If you have any albums you'd like to hear about in our next episode, shoot me an email at jazz at WICB.org. New episodes air on the last Friday of every month.